Hello guys, welcome to the Perspective Podcast, a podcast where we talk about trending and topical issues from around the world. My name is Emmanuel and I'm here with Josh. Hello people, hello Emmanuel, how are you? Alright Josh, it's great to have you today on the podcast. Yeah. So today on the podcast we're going to be talking about scarcity of resources. Alright, so from the knowledge of economics, you know, Resources are always said to be, you know, insatiable, like human wants and needs are insatiable. And there's always a scarcity of those resources, like resources are never enough for people. Be it money, be it, uh, you know, things like um, housing, things like um, clothing, you know, um, whatever thing you think about, whatever resource you can think about, are always not in enough supply to satisfy the entire population. Yeah. And that brings to the concern about overpopulation that we even have right now. Because demand population is about 10 times more than it was 20 years ago, currently. I mean, they are edging towards 8 billion people in yeah. the world. Yeah. So that is 8 billion people competing for the same resource, mm-hmm. for water, for electricity, for housing, for clothes, for shelter. So imagine all these people competing at the same time for those same things. Right. It means that some people are not going to get enough. And also another thing that is even mind-boggling is the fact that only just one percent of the world's population controls about more than fifty percent of the total wealth. wealth of trillions of dollars. Right. And while others are like struggling in extreme poverty, I mean, say for people to be considered poor, you have to live less below one dollar per day. Yeah. And then I think in 2020, Nigeria became the poverty capital of the world. Yeah, but I don't think we still owe that. Yeah, we gave it back to India, the original owners. (laughs) Yeah, but we did get to that point. I think that that, that was a major concern for me, that we got to the point where we had more poor people than a country of India's size and a country of China's size. They have billions of people. We only have 200 million people. Right. But let's correct for... Deficiency, we say 220 million people. Let's say we've not done the population census in like years now. Let's just say we are 220 million people. Yeah. That's still less than probably two states in India and China. Yeah. And then we got to that point. And then we see other people in this same country having lots and lots of things that they cannot even begin to even spend. So that shows inequality, shows that resources are always scarce and some people will have less than others. Yeah. So that is the focus of today's episode. Will the earth ever run out of resources? So that's the question, Josh. What is your opinion on that? I mean, like, uh, how, how long has the human race been on the planet? That's the question. <laughs> I mean, the earth has existed for like billions of years. Man. Right. For longer. For longer, right? And then humans, as, as we have it, has existed at least based on evidence for thousands of years, if not hundreds of thousands of years. But I mean, the, the civilization yeah. has been like some tens of thousands of years ago. And there we are at this point. And yeah, that's a big question, like if we ever run out of resources. But it's, I think the the question would just be, what, what are the resources that we are referencing here, yeah. right? So if the resources are finite, and when you look at it, things are actually finite, I mean, Fiscal things, contingent things are yeah. always finite, right? Although we kind of thought they were infinite, though. 
I mean, probably that's why we just kept on using them, thinking <laughs> there's more supply somewhere. But right. we find it. Right. So they are even if it's like their lifespan is so large that we probably won't be able to consume them yeah. entirely yeah. in our lifetime, or maybe even in the history of the human race, because we don't know how long the human race is going to exist for. That was a bit <laughs> so yeah, we have different kind of resources, and I think that that would be the that would be the uh, part that we should really focus on. But looking at the question right off the bat, like if we ever run out of resources, personally, I don't think so. I mean, look at it. Over the years, we've always have something that people have, you know, uh, people have like have drawn attention to, and then they've done that after a period of time. You see that they shift their attention to something else. Yeah, that's always been the case, right? But look at the times where people where there was the gold rush. That was the focus, right? Gold, this and that and that. But then. After a while, you see that people associate that attention to something. So I think that uh, throughout the course of history, the what is considered the most important resource always change, and yeah. that that is the thing. Never started. It's never started, and I think that is really what we uh, what we now determine. It, it, it that means that unless the options are going to really be exhausted, but I, but I don't think so that they will be exhausted. I feel that maybe the ones that are anti at that point in time can get exhausted or yeah. can really get reduced. Depleted, like depleted that. So much yeah, but I feel that people will always find a way to to survive. I think. Uh, yeah, that's basically what we've done as a human. As human, we to basically survive, survive, right? And I think that usually uh, leads to the discovery of other things that can be resourced yeah. themselves. I mean. Talking about resources, I mean, we have natural resources, right? Yeah. Even humans are a form of resource. Yeah. It means that as long as we have human beings on the planet, that is a resource in itself. Mm-hmm. I mean, other living things themselves are a form of resource. Yeah, I mean, we eat them. Because we eat them, right? <laughs> we use them to produce other things. Other things, like yeah. the leather and some even dairy drugs. products, drugs, a whole of those things. So uh, it's just like that too, right? So. People we always it's just like let's say where we talk about organ transplant for instance. That's yeah. a form of resource, right? Uh, you can't be producing human beings to kind of naturally want to produce organs, right? Then we've seen that we have to shift to let's say animals. Sometimes we get animals and then we actually transplant some of their organs. But that is uh, it's not like a final a final solution to it because we can't just, if we keep doing that, we're going to kill the animals in the on the planet. But these days you see that we have synthetic organs like organs that are made artificially yeah. and they can perform almost the same function i mean as good as what the natural one would have done and that is it so we when humans are faced with that challenge they probably figure a way to like solve them so that way you need to like the discovery and of another thing that is considered a resource that probably you never thought that exists in that kind of way i mean we talk about clean energy now and we see the attention being drawn to solar energy you know wind and these things have always existed yeah. but we probably not just didn't take advantage ad- of advantage of it but these days we're looking at okay maybe we have pollutions and a lot of those things then we are reconsidering them all right so it means that even if those things fail i don't think they will but even if they fail we will probably definitely get look for an alternative i think the problems always make us innovative so that's, that's why i feel I, I don't think we will ever exhaust them it will just drive us to discover new ways of doing things yeah but so you're saying in essence that resource in in itself i'm not going to exhaust resources yeah but some resources will get exhausted or depleted depleted yeah that's the word we get depleted right because i was, I was reading about um south africa because south africa has like i think the second largest gold reserves i was reading about yeah they used to 
that's like, let me even say impossible because now most a lot of the mines in south africa are yeah. getting closed down because wow. they've mined and mined for several years and then there's nothing more to mine wow. and some of the mines are closing because there's nothing to do there so i think that that that, that even goes to the point we're trying to make that Resources that are like the focal point of each generation changes after that generation leaves. Like yeah. something else replaces it. Absolutely. I mean, nowadays we can, we ha- we have gold coating, mm-hmm. where you can coat even different metals with gold, and then they can like perform like you know gold, gold has some properties that are very useful. So they can like do what you would have probably used gold for. Right. So yeah. So so yeah. That it's up to the point of advancements in human in technology helps us to move away from dependence on certain resources. Yeah. Like oil dependence has been a major issue for the world because I mean ties up to climate change, you know, polluting the environment. Yeah. You know, um, um major points is like places like the Niger Delta for example where people cannot fish, people cannot farm because of the excessive amount of pollutants in the water and in the land. Yeah. So like finding other resources is actually going to like help mm-hmm. to preserve the human race yeah because I, I, I mean when i was doing about climate change there were some like scary details that video i'm like wow <laughs> sometimes i prefer not to read in details because man it's very discouraging sometimes <laughs> yeah to, actually to, to and keep i'm like moving forward. really is this going to happen hopefully it doesn't <laughs> hopefully it doesn't but the, the fact is that i don't think that will even be the worst thing to have ever happened to the planet and to the human race themselves I mean, human as a resource have been the, the most, like, the greatest thing that could have actually happened to this planet. Because my mind just created plenty ecosystems. Actually. Apart from destroying the ecosystem, we've destroyed ourselves so much that I don't think even diseases have destroyed us as much as we have destroyed ourselves. I mean, when you look at the, when you look at it that way. So, yeah, it's, it, 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 I mean, that thing is just there. So even if we make the environment very unconducive, it will just be very unconducive. It's not that maybe people won't be able to live. It will just be like living hell. We will adapt to the situation. Basically. What is done. Right. And probably even now maybe drive the planet, which I see that as a very far thing. But nothing is impossible really. So let's say we drive the planet to the point of, uh, let's say, uh, to the point of... Um, of being unbearable for living, I'm pretty sure that we we'll probably we we'll now probably achieve interstellar travel by that time. Because honestly, I mean, the places that humans have been to for exploration of resources has been crazy. Humans have gone submarine, like humans have gone outside the planet. You get this kind of thing, yeah. and it shows you that the desperation. Like even if we deplete every single thing here. That alone, we drive them to do crazy stuff. I mean, look at the at the innovation we've had over the years. Sometimes when I think about technology, internet, how the internet works, it it blows my mind because I'm like, how on earth? It's the one thing about this. <laughs> <laughs> so it shows you the fact that even though resources in themselves can be very static, the whole idea of resources can actually be infinite. It's flux. It gets. So you will always think of more. Like we can be certain we might achieve interstellar, like interplanetary travel, and then we are in the solar system. Probably get to Mars and explore Mars, and get if we can explore Mars, that is a new resource in itself. So the first people to do that are going to be money. It's, it's the fact, right? Because of course other people want to like get a, a bite of what they've done, and that is it. It continues like that. And let's say we even finish that up, you can't be sure we might actually achieve like let's say intergalactic travel. That is how crazy it can be. 
and it's very possible because all the other things we've done, I mean, 200 years ago, you consider impossible. You get <laughs> so you you really don't want to write the human life. Yeah. So oh, that's true. So I, I think we've talked about the other part about finding alternatives. That is something we've always done. Yeah. And we've always found like something to replace whatever thing was like the you know the headline thing of each probably time or period. So they are, they are always alternatives. Like for example, what the alternatives to like using fossil fuels to like fuel cars to fuel like um, industrial materials mm-hmm. is like green energy. Yeah. Using wind, solar, even thermal, even biofuel, biogas as well. Biogas, biogas. Yeah. You see, although I feel that most times like what usually drive these uh, these alternatives are usually let's say the scarcity of the one we're using. But yeah. in this case, you know, a lot of attention has been drawn to the fact that we actually have to be more intentional. It's not maybe the fossil fuels are depleting. They are going to, but we still have countries that are still in money. Qatar, Saudi, these guys are yeah. money, all right, and they can keep on mining their oil and still making money. But it's just the the fact that these days, you know, knowledge is basically free here. I mean, like unlike before, so we are more conscious of the environment, and it's just more of the of being intentional about it. Like we should not just drive ourselves to the point where it happens, and then we not start looking for alternatives. I mean, we can start working towards that now. But it's just that how how efficient can you do that? For instance, if you're going to let OPEC, you know, OPEC nations give up what they do, I mean, full time. Oh, they what they be doing? Well, other countries have started having sense and like trying to like diversify their economy. Uh, well, I know UAE, they've done a lot of that. I mean, Dubai is like an international city. But UAE yeah. is a non-producing country. Yeah. But they have like a whole tourism sector that is like well, bringing I'll, a I'll lot run, of money. I went with the tourism sector actually last. Tourism sector does not go on quick except in the pandemic though. Okay, that works. But what I, what I really mean is that at the point, don't you think people won't really find it necessary to keep going there? To keep going there? Yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't understand. I mean, tourism. The only way we make money is when people come around. Yeah, people always come around because of the things that are available. There are many things that are available. like something that's like attracts people. Okay, well, you just need works. to keep stopping themselves. Like, oh, there's something new that is there. I mean, they build the tallest building in the world, Burj Khalifa. Yeah. People yeah. are going to want to see that. Yeah. Maybe they do something else that is crazy too, like that. Mm, smart. Smart. So that diversification can be one way to go. Yes, for especially for countries that are resource dependent, you have mm. to diversify. If you don't diversify, you're going to be at the receiving end of very terrible things. By the time that particular resource, like maybe people are not really paying attention to it, or even get depleted. Or it, or it gets depleted. I mean, what do you want to do? Right. Because <laughs> you have to start out drilling for new ones. Because you are not even sure people are going to pay for it. <laughs> Is it true that like, let's say the ones you have as well, then you have to start drilling a new one. What if you are not, are not ready to pay and you've moved on already? Right. Right. Right, and you know the knowledge itself is another form of resource. It is, and this this knowledge is selling. Yeah. I mean, people are, people are cashing out, cashing out <laughs> of people's ignorance. Yeah, I mean, people are selling courses to be able to sell courses. <laughs> that busts my head. It moves me. Affiliate marketing, bring thank you. We'll teach you how to sell. What are they selling? They are selling courses. <laughs> <laughs> Like it's so weird because I mean affiliate marketing in my head means that you have to get people to buy products, yeah, not to buy courses that teach them how to sell you courses. Know, the, the the interesting thing is that when you check something like technician, you know technician research, yeah, you know, they will tell you that 
you should have worked in a product-led organization. And I actually love the idea, the, the direction it's going to, because product out themselves is another form of resource. Yeah. I mean, the whole internet thing. When you create a product, it, 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 you are sure that you're going to generate more opportunities than even rendering a service. Yeah. So then people want to do something. Yeah, it's a good way. But then when it's actually done, it's a better way. So and I actually love the idea that, you know, stuff like, you know, it's an incentive for you to have this kind of visa. You have to have like work in a product led. It means that you have to actually think and do something that will actually solve a problem because there are hundreds of problems in the yeah. world and solving them is another form of resource. Mm. You see that? That's why I said that the whole idea of resource are like it's infinite. infinite. Alright, and literally anything could be, could be a resource, and people might not be seeing it. So, it might just be the person who draws the attention of people to it, and then that way, you just be a pioneer of it. And of course, being the first man to land on the moon, that particular moon, <laughs> you know what that gives you. Yeah, so that, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's true. So, another thing that's important is that we look at the planet, the planet has been man's home for thousands of years, yeah, and it seems like for a long time we're not bothered about what we did to the planet right like we only cared about oh let's just advance we didn't, we didn't even bother to know whether everything anything we're doing we're affecting like the planet itself like i mean destroyed wind forests cut down trees use them to build doors to build cabins you know to do whatever they turn them to like different things you know killed animals cleared for us to build new apartment buildings yeah. and all those kind of things so another thing that's important is that Looking at how the world is moving, mm-hmm. although now we are beginning to have like, we are beginning to get more conscious. Like you know, where there are conservation efforts. Well, okay, this place is a protected place. This place is a national park. Yeah. Because we are conscious of the fact that if you keep destroying everything, at the end of the day, there will be nowhere for you to run to or hide. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and I think that it's not just us just thinking about it. It's because we we are beginning to see the effects. effects. True. Because something I want to make mention, each year. Is other than the other. Yeah, and the rainfall <laughs> has always reduced. This is June. I mean, rain, rain. rain should fall every day. Although yeah. I'm complaining about the rain sometimes because rain has beat me like a lot of times. Yeah, sorry, but then when you compare it to the years, to the other years, other yeah. years, man, uh, you know, and the, 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 we talk about you know resources. That's why I, I actually love the fact that at least uh, everyone is really thinking about other means and not necessarily the natural resource mm-hmm. because that was it. Over the years, people just observe natural resources and then they were using it they didn't create it they just met it there so they just took advantage of it all right but these days i think because we are actually seeing the real effect real term effect there was a time lagos was lagos state government or i don't know they they were drilling the lagoon different parts they were drilling it and getting out sand you know stuff like that and they were guy people cast out (laughs) different if you go to that like different stations like but then it was difficult to fish. I mean, the the, the primary occupation in Badagri is fishing and farming. All right, but how many people actually farm? That's the question. Most people fish. Now they drilled, so the fishes are deeper in the in the lagoon. It's so difficult to get them. And they, that obviously tells you something. And in fact, it, it, there were now some kind of corridor. Even some of those places they were draining have to close down because you have to. Move, move, move deep into the lagoon to even be able to see a few. And that is a big issue. Actually. And that's a big issue because that means that the cost of fish is going to increase. Yeah. Just to serve, just like cater for just one particular thing. You see. So, and that that is obviously, we tell you that we have to make laws 
to actually protect the natural resource yeah. and use them minimally or use them with replacement as much as we can you know stuff like that for instance the drilling could have been done but not at exactly. different places simultaneously like you do one part then wait wait then drill the other parts wait you see that kind of idea and yeah so that's it so yeah we actually have to everybody has to make the conscious effort honestly i think it's very important uh, honestly and for instance uh, let's talk about waste waste generation <laughs> i think i was just mentioning it earlier today waste generation is a huge part of how humans have been destroying the planet yeah because i mean plastics single-use plastics a lot of them are resting in the oceans are not going to be degraded never are going to kill fish and other aquatic animals mm-hmm. and then it's going to affect us back again which affect us back <laughs> but i mean where do we get water from the same source that yeah. we are polluting mm-hmm. and then we're going to like those chemicals are going to mix with the same water with that <laughs> so for instance i think we 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 can actually start conserving even the waste we use i mean there's no bad when you keep one plastic and you keep using it you don't have to have things thousands hundreds of plastic man i know you are i know you are rich some places have actually started doing something about that that this one they even ban single-use plastic outrightly okay. use paper bags i think that's better no use like you know you know what these um all these bags some of them are plastic are made from plastic yeah so they, they don't use any kind of plastic whether it is for coke whether it is for like Groceries, I wish we can even go back to the era of using bottles, like actual <laughs> just glass bottles for all these drinks. Because I think bottles are actually better than plastics, though. Yeah. They are actually better than plastic. Because mm-hmm. bottles, most of the time, you have to return it. Yeah. Except it broke. Exactly. And probably even pay even, even when, when it breaks, like, you can still use the pieces to make other ones. True, true that, true that, true that. You know, there were companies that were bigly doing that. These days, they are not really functional. That's exactly what we're talking about. Plastic companies now. Are the kings. And then maybe by the time we now sit down, oh, there's no coming back from this. We have to now shift our attention to something. You'd be surprised that we'll be able to make very organic plastic, which you already have in now. But they're not just the common really used ones. Yeah, because the acceptance is not there. And the people now see that, oh, we are now at the wall. We are, we, there's no other way to go than to, to, than to get this. So that's it. So, yeah, and, but I think it might just be good practice that we actually make efforts. But our efforts, to be honest, let's be frank here, is just minimal. See, the major pollutants of the planet are the industries. Yeah. <laughs> aviation industry. Well, even let's even not talk about aviation. Let's talk about like manufacturing industry. Because they pollute the earth even more than any other thing, even yeah. than humans in their houses. I mean, how many waste are you generating? Yeah, we are generating, but when you compare that to what an industry will make in a single production a single production line you get <laughs> and different chemicals that we don't even know the components of like <laughs> bro and sometimes you know a lot of them are, are not even that um that sensible with their waste they just dump them into the environment yeah that's terrible yeah so yeah that that's it though and i every, everyone should just try and right now we have young people over the world that we're going to eventually lead uh different enterprises doing different things I think it might just be a good practice to start thinking of ways to incorporate them into any idea we might have or we might be developing. How they can be environment friendly. Yeah, 
I think it's very important. important. I don't think anyone should think that we we ever run out of resources and feel that we we are in the wrong time of history. <laughs> Nobody will ever be in the wrong time of history. At least maybe for some sense. At least some people that we think enjoying they were basically fighting battles. You're not supposed to be here recording podcasts. <laughs> supposed to be fighting. You're the trenches. <laughs> <laughs> but then you're not fighting. We are doing something else. So yeah, every generation with that thing. So right now we there are resources. Just think of, it's there. Like, you know, that's the idea. That's the idea of inventing things, right? Yeah. You can just be the next person to invent the next thing. You can't just be sure, right? I think another thing with, you know, environment, conservation, environment, is the fact that a lot of countries, especially like Nigeria, for example, yeah, we do not manage our waste well. Mm. For example, we, the practice of dumping refuse in our drainages leads to natural disasters like flooding yeah which we've observed we've experienced a couple of times which oh, happens every single year <laughs> like every single year i mean when rain falls in lagos lagos is always flooded right and then when you look at when you look at like one of like primary causes of the flooding apart from the fact that lagos is a very low-lying um, yeah area yeah is that the drainages are always blocked? There is never a period in time where the drainages are unblocked. Yeah. The only time it is unblocked is when government comes to clear it. But once it is cleared, go back there in the next two weeks. It's filled up. It's, you're like, who is doing this? Like, we we blame the government a lot of times for mm-hmm. like not doing certain things. But it basically just cleared this drainage last week. <laughs> Why is the drainage full this week? Such is life. Because if you like. You know, like the government is the one that came and poured every kind of plastics, every kind of waste into the drainages. It's the people. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, that's another topic in itself because it shows how lawless Nigerians themselves are and how careless we actually are. Do we even have laws against public? Are you kidding me? You'd be surprised the kind of laws exist in this country. But we should have laws that we cannot enforce. I feel like it is. It is terrible to have laws because let's say okay, there are laws against um, throwing waste on the roadside. Mm-hmm. Are there waste bins? Mm, question. That's a good one. You say there are laws that okay, do not dump, but there are no bins. But then why should we have bins all over the places? I think we can have bins in places that people can stay. It's weird for you to have. I feel like anywhere okay, where people would or pass or do Lagos commute, some bus stops usually have some. But that, I think they used to. I've hardly seen refuse bins in Lagos bus stops. Are you sure? Yes. I'm trying to think. I think I've seen some before. I'm, I'm trying to rem- think of places I've seen. I'm struggling to remember where. They are either in private estates mm. or like institutions, like let's say university. No, in fact, some bus stops have those, have those big containers that the normal usually some, come and pick up. Some, not all. Right. Because I mean, it's not like it is. It is only some places the flooding affects. It affects a lot of places now. Right. Blood. <laughs> like, it's just so weird, man. But then loot has dust bins all over the places. In its compound. The place that is flooding is outside the compound, not in the compound. I mean, it makes me remember. Outside the compound, there is nothing like that. Right. That's true. And a lot of people dumping the refuses are probably dumping it from their homes, too. That's, that I think that one is even worse. People that leave I think that is worse. And don't, but then we have we have a waste management authority. People don't pay. 
That's another thing. Uh, and it's not maybe it's that expensive. You are generating respect for it. It just shows that sometimes we have several lawless. I mean, will you, will you litter your own house? These people don't litter their houses. They litter the public places, which is bad. It shows how bad behaved we have. I think that's something we have to look, we have to look at because we cannot continue like this. No, not at all. We, we can't, can't continue like this. We can't. If not, we are going to make everywhere unconducive for everyone to. For ourselves. I mean, part of the things also cause traffic on the road themselves. It's very many areas. It's exactly what we just mentioned. Flooding. The flooding. And then results to. I mean, we t- we talk about oh, the government does not build roads. Even the roads that we have, but then we flood two, three times in a month. Floods. You was not seeing portals. Yeah, sure. Like that's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like there's this there's this what I passed was it not yesterday? They fixed it probably like eight months ago. And now it's bad. And now you know not the op- like pockets of the road. There's already potholes like pockets, pockets. That's pockets, the beginning. Pockets. The beginning Before of you know, downfall. They start merging. They're like Amweba. <laughs> <laughs> Binary fusion. <laughs> and then you all go to sport and you're like the government doesn't fix the road. But then when when you trace back what cost it. Yeah. Boils down to uh, to the drainage being blocked. Yeah, due to the way we manage the resource themselves, waste resource now, yeah, which, which is place. another way of making mad money. If you think about it, and the fact that people, you know, we talk about biogas. Yeah, people use even waste materials. Let's look at re- recycling, for instance, to even make more interesting stuff. Yep. See. I don't just know why we really are not paying a lot of attention to that. I remember where we threw this idea open to look at them, which is, now that I think about it, it's actually a very brilliant idea. We made it with management and we really didn't get anything out of it. It makes me sad, actually. <laughs> but maybe another day we will try it again. <laughs> Hopefully the idea is a better response this time. Yeah. Right, so I think something else we talk about is how competition for this scarce resource leads to like issues with national security or sovereignty. For example, the whole um, colonization of Western nations, of like other nations, was yeah. basically because of resources. Mm-hmm. In order to gain access on, in that access to resources of other places, yeah. to build their own economies. Mm-hmm. And so that they were successful in the fact that as they were able to take those resources down to their country, they used it to produce like product and goods that they now used to exchange. In terms of trade with other nations, yep. thereby enriching themselves off yeah. of the resources of other people. <laughs> Without giving them shishi. I mean, that was brilliant. <laughs> what? Yes. Was that not, was that not brilliant? Because that we are seeing the results now. That was a brilliant thing to do. Right. But bad Impoverish some people to enrich yourself. Like morally wrong. Morally wrong, but economically. Right. Not right, but smart, smart <laughs> or useful. <laughs> right, yeah, that's the thing. I think I know I mentioned uh, earlier to you how people actually generally find it easier to spend what is not theirs. Yeah, it's easy. So it's a it's better incentive. Like, oh wow, you have that thing. Can I help you spend it? Even no, if you have I? it, take it forcefully. <laughs> They're not asking you pleasantly. They are taking it. I mean, forcefully. you remember when we spoke about fraud pandemic? How that yeah. even when people usually um usually criminalize poverty for a bit, like tell us that it's poverty that is the leading cause. Usually, so most people that are actually very successful at these things are not poor. Are not poor. It's greed. It's just greed. You just want to take somebody else's property. Because it's easier to spend it. You know, when you spend what you work for, it depends on the... <laughs> 
<laughs> yes, and you know, even this um, competition for Scarzo leads to conflicts. Wars, sometimes. Wars. Because, I mean, looking at the Ukraine-Russian war from the lens of scarcity of resources, of competition for those kind of resources, it starts to make sense. Yeah. Because now we see that the conflict between those two countries is affecting the food security of most African countries. Yeah. Because of products like wheat. I mean, the, 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 Russia was very confident going into it, into the invasion. Yeah. They, they were confident. Apparently, they weigh all their options. They knew what was going to happen. They knew what was going to happen because their currency is bounced back and they are good. They're economically okay right now. They were down, but they are economically okay. We are feeling the heat of it. Yep. And we are not even anywhere close to two of them. I mean, look at where we are, West Africa, along the coast. Look at where they are. In Europe, not even west, like down clo- clo- close to the Arctic Circle. That's where Russia is. <laughs> we are down here. They are up there. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That has happened over the years. Over the years, even the organization thing was part of it. I mean, they came in forcefully with guns to colonize people to literally enslave them. Look at the slave trade too. Human resources. You know, I mentioned that too. So if you can enslave people, you trust me, you have money. That's it. Because you are even more one of the most Valuable. valuable resource in the world. So anybody that like controls, I mean, that's another thing about this competition of scarcity. So the fact that I see countries like the UK now mm-hmm. saying that if we are a brilliant graduate, a top graduate from the top universities, yep. we have to give you visa. He gets. So they are basically taking resources the best <laughs> using force. Busted. But it's the same, same result, just different routes. Yeah. It's the same effect. It's not just UK, even Australia. And even like Australia visa is so. In fact, the US visa is the is one of the crazy. It's so difficult to get it. You have to be really good, <laughs> man. And they are getting the best minds. Yep. To get even like the old UK startup visa, innovation visa. Come on. Imagine if they get a lot of startup in their company and they are doing well. That is the plan. They are going to massively tax them and massively cash out. That is the plan. Yahoo Plus. That is that is Yahoo Plus Plus actually. Because when you look at it in the in the in the long run, it's going to like build up the economy a lot. Because now people are going to be employed. Yeah. And those people are going to be employed are going to like get money to spend in the economy, and the economy is even going to get taxes off of their salaries. Apparently, I mean, nurses going to the UK, UK RN, you're paying your tax. They are enjoying that money. I am spending money there. Yeah. So businesses that are there, so I'm getting from you too. Yeah. So win-win for everybody. So keep coming. <laughs> <laughs> but it's going to affect the complete the, the country. Because they, coming they from. are coming from. That, that's what I'm saying. Like it is the same thing as what was done before, in just yeah. a different route. A brilliant one. Brilliant thing. Will these guys ever go dumb? I don't know, man. <laughs> probably have other people should get smart too. <laughs> right. When you actually look at it through that lens, it, it actually makes better sense. It makes more sense because when you look at it like. You just, you just a better instead of you fighting wars, mm-hmm. just intensify people to come, and they're giving you. And you see the places they are targeting. You know, UK RN is not targeted in the United States because they would rather prefer to be US RN than being in UK yeah. RN. Yeah. Because like anything like low income countries where they know that money can be a better incentive. Yeah. To enslave them. <laughs> is it not to enslave them? I mean, you, without the job, you are coming back home. Actually. So you literally have to stay there and That's play by the rules. You have to keep working. Yes, for the rest of your life. And <laughs> <laughs> I, I know, you know, this competition for resource, like it has always been a cause of conflict, even between individuals. Yeah. Like two people, oh, there is a land that is causing disputes because of the resource that is being out of it. Rent is a form of resource. Big one. 
collecting venom if you saw them that has always been like a major cause of conflict because the person say it's my own that person says it's my own and then yeah. fighting starts mm-hmm. and then probably one person kills the other person to claim the land even father that's got that come back 10 years later to to visit that kid like i'm your father forgive me <laughs> <laughs> it's a competition for scarce resource because they know that when those kids start to make money <laughs> which they will most likely make they are going to be left in the cold mm. and they do not want that and they want to be seen I mean, that year, eh, Jebure. Forgive me. <laughs> Please, forgive me. Yeah, yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Actually, this actually makes more sense. I don't think we, I don't think we ever run out of resources. We just have people that will be smarter without to manage just resources. Yeah. I mean, look at the richest people in the world. These guys tripled their, their network in matters during, of years. During the pandemic, man. Wow. During the pandemic, you know, the pandemic was such and now, a terrible period for a lot of people in the world. The common masses, now they so far, because the corporations were just getting richer and richer and richer. It was terrible. And was was not up to like was not up to hundred billion dollars before the pandemic. The money so is nearing three hundred now. Do you know what it means, bro? That is obscene. Now we're talking about the scarcity of resources. Wow, crazy, crazy. So, so that means that to prevent conflict and wars, they need to be like a more equitable distribution of resources. How is that even possible? How is that? For example, when 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 you look at uh, even modern day conflicts that we have, you know, we talk, we talk about jihadism, talk about uh, these insurgencies. A lot of them are economical in nature. Because these people are disenfranchised, they are cut off from the economy of the nation, and there's no way for them to like earn like livings for themselves. And they, they feel like the only way they can because see what they are doing, they kidnap people and ask for what ransom. It, that's, people have always done that. It is not a new thing to ask for money. When we look at the dark ages, people always kidnapped and asked for ransom, so they are not doing something, they, are not, they didn't invent anything new. Sorry. So if you look at it a lot, it stems from economical reasons too. Right. Before we yeah. start looking at probably oh political reasons, like you know, exactly. Eventually, it's still resource oriented. It's still resource oriented because if the ideology is ruling the whole thing, they are at an advantage. Yeah. Wow. So, so resources is like the king of all. When you look at the resources, like so, um, solving the problems of inequality mm. always reduces conflict. Because right. they are less poor people. Because it's easier for people that do not have anything to lose to go into crime. If we look at it well, like like you know that last month the worst thing I'm going to go to prison. Okay, let us go to the prison. Okay. <laughs> if it's prison, what am I going to do before? Like they don't like they had something going for them that they'll be like ah. If I go, I have things to do. Well, let me try it. But mm. it's not they don't have anything to go for themselves. Right. So it's just like. Win win, lose lose. Win win, lose lose. So, win massive loot. We lose. But I was We're going to lose. We lose. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to lose before, so. I don't want to take the risk for the high rewards. I mean, right. it's very high risk, high rewards that yeah. those people do. I mean, to kidnap somebody is easy. No, easy. And you know, I was reading um, Dr. Lab Brown's report during the pandemic. He said there's a whole ecosystem of those kidnapping people. Like, is an economy. They have doctors, they have cooks, they have people working for them. Yes. And they told her that they wanted to kidnap her because she's a doctor. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like one of the security people, they told her that 
they, they got information that those kidnapping gangs knew that she was there and wanted to kidnap her. That there is a whole economy that those people are operating in those communities. That's why those communities cannot oust them, cannot tell the government, oh, so people are here because they are benefiting too. In a way that they were not benefiting before. So I mean that for you to stop all those people, you cannot just say we start sending soldiers and soldiers. Soldiers to self go, you have to identify them. Mm, yeah. So like solving the problems of resource management, resource mm-hmm. scarcity is going to reduce conflict. I think that's my conclusion. I think I agree with you too, but I just feel that it's actually very difficult thing to do because uh like in fact the whole egalitarian society trying to you know, make everything equity, uh, equitable and all of those things has been a focal point for a long, long time. Yeah, and result, we've always gone further apart. Yeah, because when you look at other ideologies that are not capitalist in nature, mm-hmm. most of the driving is to make the, um, the economy more, um, pretty more equal, more equal that everybody has equal access to resources. Mm-hmm. Like when you think about communism, socialism, yeah. that is like the basic idea that oh, everybody is able to share from a common pool, mm-hmm. and they are not like kept in the hands of a few people. Yeah. But at the end of the day, few people still end up getting ruddy and others are barely getting by. Basically, so crazy in the end, we yeah. are stuck. <laughs> we figure out a way. As we've always done. As we've always done. <laughs> right, so I think we've come to the end of this episode of the yeah. podcast. So I think we've answered the question. So what do you think, guys? Will the world ever run out of resources? Let us know what you think through our Instagram channel at perspective underscore underscore podcast. Arrivederci. Ciao. Mm-hmm.